in week 14 of the 2019 NFL season. The Ravens win again. The Patriots lose to 20 years of karma. And the NFC East looks more like the NFC least week by week. This is the Snap UK podcast. Let's do this. Hello and welcome to the Snap UK podcast, your weekly review of all things NFL by those in the know on this side of the pond. My name is Johnny Frash and I have my voice back after suffering dreadfully with man flu. Yes, it's a real thing. With me as usual, Griff, fourth and inches, Jimmy G and the returning prodigal son, Gilo. Uh, how was the tiny chode replacement surgery? Good. Uh, <laughs> Can you believe it's week 14 of the NFL? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bit surprised about how many people know what the word chode means. Because I had no idea. And I um, thought this was an NFL podcast. Yeah. Um, For real men. This has become a chode podcast in the last few weeks. <laughs> <laughs> all talk, all chode. <laughs> Each week. The SAC UK NFL podcast. <laughs> I believe that name was suggested at one point. <laughs> it was. Well, uh, so another jam-packed uh, fixture list. So time to jump straight in and see who sewed up playoff glory and who stumbled towards the number one pick. And the first game we're going to feature is the NFC South champions who were crowned last week, the uh, New Orleans Saints. And the hot tip for the Super Bowl, the San Francisco, San Francisco 49ers. The San Franciscan 49ers didn't do very well. <laughs> uh, it was a pretty good game, this, wasn't it? Yeah, not, not much happened, really. Hot tip for the Super Bowl. Jumping ahead a little bit there, yeah. aren't we? Uh, oh, aren't sh- no, no, they're sure. second favourite, aren't they? They are second favourite. Well, they were, anyway. Yes, I know, but that is just ridiculous. They're favourite to represent the NFC in the Super Bowl. What more do you want? Well, we were fifth seed last week, so I'm not sure how that's but the yeah, case. Still before this game we started, we were we were fifth seed, and and the Seahawks were second, and the Saints were, were first. Home advantage is very important as to who is the favourite to come out of either conference. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I completely agree with you. But you say that, you know, the Saints have beaten the Seahawks away, the 49ers have beaten the Saints away, and the Seahawks have beaten us away. Seahawks have beaten us away, so. I don't know how important home field advantage will be. But anyway, on to the game. It was a good one. Anyway, yeah. Well, it was uh, Jimmy G. Uh, let's, you know, we start with the quarterbacks. Uh, he's a handsome man. He's a very handsome man. He, uh, he is. Just, he's an extremely handsome man. Is that what we're starting with? Yeah. I mean, he yeah. looks like a quarterback, doesn't he? He, he looks like a what quarterback should look like. Yeah. Not like Carson Vance. I can see why he. Uh, why I he wonder where you were going with that. After yeah. the analyst last week in San Francisco discussing Lamar Jackson and, and uh, why he was so good at handoffs. Have you not seen this? I've saw that, yeah. I have read about He, he has been fired, hasn't he? Uh, he's been fired, and then Lamar Jackson obviously wore white sleeves this week, didn't he? <laughs> to, to go with his outfit when they played. Um, so I was scared where you were going with that. But no, I think this was a great game. Two, two great teams, two teams that have got good strengths on offense and defense. Um, and I... Do wonder how much Jared Cook leaving the game cost the Saints because he was a major threat at the start of that game until you know we knocked him out of it. I'd say probably I completely agree. I'd say it probably cost them the game because after that, you, I mean, Jared Cook had 
to Remember <laughs> <laughs> so Chode Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Told you. Jared Cock at tight end. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. He had two very big catches for, t- for two touchdowns. But after that, no one else really contributed. Michael Thomas had 11, um, 11 receptions. Ted Ginn had four. But other than that, no one else really showed up for, for the Saints. And I think that's probably one of the biggest differences between the Saints and the 49ers. Drew Brees has a lot of weapons. Uh, sorry, not a lot of weapons to throw to. And Jimmy Garoppolo seemingly does have a, a lot of weapons to throw to. Sanders is getting the job done. Samuel Kittle, we know about. And pretty much three or four running backs out, out of the backfield. Most start Juszczyk and, and Breeder all getting the job done. It, I did kind of see kind of it was very heavy on penalties for the Saints from what I was watching. It seemed that they were kind of they were get, they were conceding penalties at very crucial points. Yeah, they, they actually they went to the point where they well, hadn't conceded any they penalties. Conceded, they only they, conceded five penalties for for fifty yards in total, but there were five key penalties. That, that's what I meant. Yeah, yeah, uh, and <laughs> that, that that did cost them. There was one dubious pass interference call. I seem to remember, which was uh, so not no, um, not pass interference, making contact with Carl Yushek's head. He was already going down. The player committed. By the letter of the law, it was a penalty, but you know the defender was unlucky. There's probably about six penalties on Kit on that last play, which was just genius. <sighs> yeah, you know, let uh, let him get down to the field goal point that he needed to get to. So he got the got the first down, got us within field goal range, and then just tag on another 15 yards on the end because someone tried to drag him to the floor with his face mask. It was just, I just crazy. It. it was their safety, Williams, wasn't it? Who just yeah. kind of grabbed on and like, held on. Fuck it, I've committed now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he got like, and then Kittle just carried on running for another 20 yards. The guy's a machine. Um, seriously impressive play. But it was great to see kind of two offensive geniuses in terms of Carl Shanahan and, and Sean Payton literally go out at, at each other hammer and tongs on this there was loads of trick plays there were loads of intricate movements of well intricate movements before the snap which kept the defences on, on the uh, on their front foot or the back foot it was a really interesting game to watch there's been lots of discuss, discussion about you know 48-46 49ers were meant to have the best defence in, in football they conceded 46 points but I'd argue they conceded 46 points against a really good offence well what was it at half time it was 30-27 wasn't yeah. it at half time when they adjusted yeah so I thought the second half so I think the first half was just a great spectacle to, to watch as an NFL fan but I thought the second half was just really interesting to watch and it was quite pleasing for me as a Niners fan to see us win a close game against the rival because if you look at where we've lost this year to you know the Ravens and to the Seahawks, Seahawks yeah. both close games both won you know three point losses where we didn't manage to get over the line whereas this was in the Superdome at the end of the game we managed to get there which I thought was was quite telling actually so it gives me more hope heading in playoffs than I probably had two weeks ago it's a big statement I think especially for Garoppolo who probably hasn't had that you know, one minute left on the clock moment to go and win the game. He had 53 seconds, I think, left on the clock. And, you know, okay, yes, there's 15 yards from a penalty, but, you know, you've got to give it to him. He's orchestrated the drive along with Shanahan. 
I think he looked amazing. Yes, he threw one interception, but him and Drew... It was a bad interception was as a well. Bad interception. Right at the start of the second yeah, half. But him and Drew Brees both played brilliantly. I've, you know, I think Drew Brees looked back to his best. We moaned that he's not had the arm that he perhaps had in previous years, but he looked brilliant as well. It was just, like I say, it was an enjoyable game to watch. Well, not if you're a 49ers fan like me and standing up in front of your TV shouting. You remember you're talking to two Giants fans and a, and a Patriots fan. We don't remember winning. <laughs> yeah, uh, Niners have still got a tough run in as well though because they play the, the rejuvenated Falcons yep. and then they've got the Rams and then the Seahawks so it's still and the, the Rams and, have got a lot better in the last couple of weeks as well yeah, so, so it's, they've still got a tough run in which is crazy to say for, for a team team doing so well but they have still got a difficult run in but yeah it was, a, it was an amazing game it was one of the wasn't it the highest point scoring game of second highest points this season in a single game um, for me, I felt the game was lost with the Alvin Kamara fumble, which the Saints, you know, lost the control of the ball at a time. First when they fumble all the, season for the Saints. It was first fumble lost all season. <coughs> for the Saints. And Kamara, 13 rushes for 25 yards. He's only had two touchdowns all season. It's, there's something missing without him. It's forcing, you know, Murray has stepped up, generally speaking, but the, the team isn't the same without Kamara playing. He's had done for the first two years of his career. So, that is why they couldn't overcome because really they should have had that extra possession and then they would have had the ball last and the Niners wouldn't have had the opportunity to score. So it should have been 46, whatever, 43 or 44, whatever it was. I think also it's him having you know 13 attempts for 25 yards just shows you how good that D-line is at the Niners. Well, and it absolutely is. The Niners, the whole team has stepped up now, both sides of the ball working in sync. Uh, and I was critical of Jimmy Garoppolo a few weeks back when I felt the defence was carrying a quarterback who hadn't quite upgraded the offence. But now, as has been said here, he, he is now one of the reasons why the team looks so good. And, and since, that's really since good. week eight, he's got the most touchdowns in the league, hasn't he? Yes, and he's eighth overall QBR. Yeah, I yeah. think. I mean, you've, you've got to remember, Trent Dilfer won the Super Bowl on the well, back of a good defense. Well, you also got to remember, he came off an ACL. Yeah. So, yeah. well, yeah, know. I think your, your point's right. He he came, he both came off an ACL, but yeah, you're right. At the beginning of the season, it was the defense and it was the running game that were winning 49ers games, and gradually has <laughs> gradually as the season's gone on, gradually as the season's gone Seamless, on, I thought he's um. He's improved. His, he's improved in confidence, and he's you know he's he's proving to be the player which I think they traded for. Sanders was uh, the best quarterback on display. He was yeah one for one, thirty-five fun. yards, touchdown. Uh, Touched that, that throw off the back foot as well. He's literally leaning back as he let it go. Great and throw. seven receptions for one hundred and fifty-seven yards and a touchdown. I will say it now: when the Niners signed Emmanuel Sanders, there were a lot of people at this table who weren't happy about it. And I said, "Wow, this is going to open your team up and give your young receiving core a leader to follow." And what has it done? Um, imagine if you left him on your bench in the first week of I'm, your I'm fantasy man. playoffs. <laughs> I imagine he provided a lot of bench points this week. Yeah, such well, a tough decision. You know, Debo Samuel played so well last week. I left him on my bench, and it it screwed me. So, I mean, no. you two shat on that. Yeah, you no, we, we both did. I'll, I'll own up to that. We both didn't like that trade. It's worked. I'm I think it's done. Happy to be proved wrong. Done for the offense. What Sherman's done for the defense in some ways. It's just put a leader in there, you know, to to kind of lead that locker room and just and help guide them and show them, 
you know, what it takes to win a Super Bowl or what it takes to get into a championship game, all those kinds of things. It is important when you've got so many youngsters. When you think about what we what we gave up from a third-round pick, there was another podcast mentioned it. You know, the Saints could have gone, gone and got him. You've been cheating on us with I another thought, podcast. Yeah. Richard Sherman yes, also had one of his best games of the season. Seven tackles, including one for loss and a pass defence. And whilst both teams gave up loads of points, I thought he was one of the better backfield players on display. You know, he looked really, really good. He was stuck to his man all the time. This is what you need from players like him and Saunders. When they show up, this team is 95% of the way there. It's just the young players have got that little bit more push from those veterans. It's, it's, it's an excellent team. Yeah, I think the, it was sad to see. He went off right at the end of the game. I think he missed the last couple of plays. He might be missing the next game, but apparently it's not serious. But one thing I will say, actually, you know, the Fortnite's had a lot of injuries this year. A lot of injuries to key players, like Staley's had timeout, uh, McGlinchey's had timeout, Juszczyk's had timeout, Kittle's had timeout. Lots of players on defence. D Ford, I don't think, has really done anything because he's been permanently injured. But even during that game with uh, K1 Williams went out, Achille Witherspoon went out for a while. Nick Bosa was out for a couple of plays. Zakiski Tart. Yeah. You know, loads of people have kind of, loads of other players have stepped up and have carried on playing as well. Now, Weston Richburg's injured and out for the rest of the season. The, the centre of the 49ers, he's an incredibly important piece um, of the offensive line because he, he plays how Carl Shanahan wants a, a centre to play. He's very agile. He controls that line of scrimmage. So Ben Garland's came in. I thought he actually played well when he did come in. Um, but whether he can continue that level in the next three games, I think that's that's a real key loss. I think it's confidence with the 49ers that's the main thing at the moment. It's when you had 53 seconds left, I kind of I was watching it thinking, I know, I know they're going to go down the... They're going to win. I did not. No, I didn't. <laughs> it's, it's. I think it's also. It's you look at the confidence on the sideline. I want to play for Robert Sala. Oh yeah, the guy is inspirational. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I'd agree. I, 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 me and Griff were watching the game, and I knew that you were going to get it. And then I'll tell you what, though, because the football has been so good lately, I am watching less and less red zone all the time. It's a separate point, but I just I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed watching a, a few games, full games, the last few weeks because there's been some great games. Yeah, that's true. I think it helps if your team is. I think yeah, it helps. I mean, I would have I would I watched both the 49ers games instead of Red Zone, but in both games I wasn't disappointed by. It wasn't like we'd won a bad game. We won a really yeah. entertaining game, yeah. and we lost, lost a really ent- yeah. entertaining game last week. I think week. Paul makes a good point, though. I, I was confident that the Niners would win it because on the night there were 14 total kicks and not one of them was missed, not field goals or extra points, and that's been a rarity this season. This was two high-end kickers. Gould's missed a couple this season, but... This, it's a it's, roof it's, stadium, though, isn't it? Yeah, but he, you never doubt either of these kickers. You know, there's no reason for your confidence to be shaken, even when they do miss the odd one. And, and in this game, I thought both of them executed perfectly. Well, should we slide into the uh, elsewhere into the NFC South? Is it a slide if you say slide? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, so the Falcons and the Panthers ended in a blowout win for Atlanta. Uh, well done, uh, Carolina, for farming Riviera. Um, uh, Riviera. 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 Sorry. <laughs> He's called. Have you nobody noticed? He's called him Ron Riviera every opportunity. Yeah, I assume he just thinks he lives somewhere in the French Riviera. (laughs) He's just got a guy called Ron. (laughs) Ron from the Riviera, like Jenny from the Block. That's right. (laughs) How many have you? How many have you started? uh, Olamide Zacchaeus. 
None. No, no, I'm sure. No, but it's a reason yeah. for me not to go to work tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but could Panthers could only be more biblical if he was called yeah, like Jesus Christ? Yeah, or Eli Zebekiah or something like that. It's right up there with one of those Old Testament names. But yeah, Panthers were awful, weren't they? Quite frankly. So they gave up to Zacchaeus one reception for 93 yards and a touchdown. And then. That's the longest touchdown in Matt Ryan's career, isn't it? It, it is. is. Yeah. Uh, and, the, and the Panthers defensive player who gave up the, uh, the score was it Jackson? Dante Jackson gave up the 93 yard touchdown, then came out after the game and said new Panthers interim coach Perry Fuel called a coverage on that play that they hadn't practiced all week and he thought it was ridiculous and stupid and he basically threw the new coach under the bus immediately and signed his death warrant with the team that guy will not be getting an interview or anything he's expecting to get fined isn't he uh, I believe so and he didn't seem bothered I think he was basically saying that's not on me even though I just got made to look stupid to be fair he's one of the better cornerbacks in the, in the league yeah, and certainly one of the best players what was he supposed to do? so yeah fair enough and, stop you know, the guy from getting a 93 yard touchdown Look, I mean, the Panther season, it's gone, hasn't it? I mean, it went a couple of weeks back and now it's obviously completely gone. It is a bit embarrassing losing to a Falcons team who are... I mean, they've been poor most of the season. They've been hot and cold the last two two, well, last two or three games. But, yeah, you can't expect a, a coaching team, to suddenly, a new coaching team to suddenly arrive and cover everything at the drop of a hat. We were all surprised that... We all expected Ron Rivera to get fired at the end of the season. We didn't see it happening last week, so... You know, I think it's a bit shitty of him to throw him under the bus, but you know he's not going. He's not going to lose his place. He's too good a player. Yeah, Devonta Freeman though uh, was this his first rushing touchdown of the season? Seventeen carries, eighty-four yards. Quite I think it possibly, might be, yeah. yeah. I believe so. Uh, you know, it was nice to see him get off and running, even though he was yep. one of the reasons I got crucified in my fantasy playoff. Hardly crucified. What was that? I didn't even bother looking at the finals. You were 50 points up when I went to bed. Uh, I won by 25 points. Oh, well, there you go. I really reined that in, guys. I feel good about this. Um, but it You was made the playoffs. It yeah. was, I did. All right. well, not all, all of us. The first time ever. Not the first time ever. Last year was the first time I missed the playoffs. Was it? Yeah. In I three was, years. I was <laughs> rubbish last year. You remember the hissy fitty foo when he didn't make the playoffs? Oh, did yeah, I? So we had to change the format of the league back did to the eight team playoffs. You, when you ditched all your players. <laughs> That's not a hissy fit. I think you should probably be checking your fantasy uh, your fantasy pool right now, if I were you. Imagine if I'd done that while we were sitting here and no one could do anything <laughs> about it. Uh, <coughs> so, Zacchaeus, Ridley, Jones and Hooper all contributed decent yards on handful of receptions. You know, once Julio Jones returned after missing the game last week, there was always a good You've chance. You've dropped that. Bill Halpow. <laughs> 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 but it made you look, didn't it? But <laughs> I say you won a game this weekend, um, but but Julio Jones' return was always going to make it difficult for the Panthers because last week the Falcons probably would have kept rolling if Julio had played because the combination of Julio and Matt Ryan should be good enough to win most games on its own and they've been bad on defense this season. But against other teams that can't defend, I don't think this was a surprise at all. Falcons should have won this all day long. Uh, they can't be continually wasting Matt Ryan. That's my concern. This was yeah. another prime... What's he, 34? It's another uh, prime year of Matt Ryan. Is he that old? Well, 33, yeah, 34. He's, he's, yeah. he's, he's 12 years in the NFL. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's been Same there a long year time. Same as uh, Flacco got drafted. Yeah. yeah. He's done... Um, he's got... He's the so what's he got fast- left realistically? Four years? Four to six. Four. He's but the second fastest player to 50,000 yards. Yeah. And it, after Drew Brees. But this yeah. is a prime year wasted. Next year and the year after a key. So... They've got to decide what to do on Freeman because they've well, got there's a space else. going at the Chargers if he if he wants to move, isn't there? I don't, I don't, I just don't think 
that that's going to happen. But th- this whole team needs to be rebuilt. But you must keep Matt Ryan, build <laughs> around him, protect him. So I don't know if it does need to be rebuilt because like, you look through the, the you look for this roster and there are a lot of quality players yes, on, both, on both sides of the ball. Um, all of the defensive players all are defensive too players, injury prone. They are injury prone, but you know the, a lot of the big ones are playing. You know, Deion Jones was playing, uh, Vic Beasley was playing, Jack, Grady Jarrett has been playing, Isaiah Oliver has been playing. These are decent footballers. You know, I don't think it's yes they ha- they've had in- issues with injury, but they've got good players on the, on the team. It's not like the Bengals who have you know got a roster full of crap and AJ Green. They've got good players. I think it's, it's, for me, this is a coaching issue. Um, I don't know. I think I've said Dan Quinn should have probably left the week, the week of the Falcons of the bye. They've, they've kept him on. I've, I still think they'll get rid of him at the end of the season. Yeah, I think they will too. Um, Young Haiku, did he recover a fumble in this game? He did. He did. Uh, I mean, that's pretty impressive. So he had two onside kicks recovered uh, last week and recovered a fumble this week. This guy is determined to stick around in the league this he, year. I, I, I'm a big fan. Plus 17 fantasy points. Yeah, look, if, you, if, you, if you're able to kind of actually make onside kicks work, you're going to get paid next year. Yeah, you are valuable. Yeah. There'll but, be some coach, you know, like a Shanahan, like a Peyton, like a Sean McVay, who's ingenious enough. and, and The Patriots have yeah, just got a revolving door on kickers as yeah. well, haven't they? There'll be, be a coach who's knowledgeable enough about the game who can recognize that, that how important that is. Yeah. Um, well, let's <coughs> move on to... Uh, so, still leading the way in the AFC are the Baltimore Ravens, who overcame uh, a stubborn Bills defence to clinch a playoff berth and set a single-season high for points scored as a team in the process. Good three games to go. Yeah. Uh, Lamar was... More effective than He's got to 1,000 yards then, hasn't he? Is he 39 yards behind Vic now? 23. 23, 23. yards behind Vic in three games. He's going to crush it. Yeah. But yeah, so he, he got the job done without actually being Lamar Jackson, which is what you need to see. This last couple of weeks, he basically hasn't been rushing around so much because teams... Got 100 yards last week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, it wasn't every play. It, no. it was more about can he just cut through with the passing. And against this this Bills defence, you've got to be accurate. And he was. I mean, okay, there was one interception. But to throw three touchdowns, this was the first time the Bills had given up three touchdown passes all season. We've lauded the, the Patriots, who until last week had only given up four passing touchdowns. We've said how good teams like the Rams, the Seahawks and the Niners have been on defence teams like this who don't give up a lot of passing touchdowns we've barely mentioned the fact that the Bills had only given up two in games on, a, on two other occasions and, and this time they gave up three to the best attack in football. I think the last two weeks have been really important with the Ravens, they've played two very good defences in the 49ers now in the Bills and they've come through both of them, okay they've not scored you know, 30, 40, 50 points like they, they've been doing in past weeks but they've proved they can grind out a result They've proved that they can go up against uh, go up against a, a great well great defense, um, and score points. And what more do you want? Well, uh, this week they play the Jets. Yeah, so yeah. they should absolutely win them. The Jets are so inconsistent. Yeah, but still they you, are bad. I, think well, I suppose they beat the Cowboys. We, we, the cow- that was the beginning of the Cowboys yeah, slide into we, shite. We'll get yeah. to that. Devin Singletree, good game, eighty nine yards rushing, twenty nine yards receiving off six receptions. I mean. This is what they need to do. Devin Singletree has to lead the way rushing. You can't. Frank Gore only had four carries in this game. This is how it has to be now. Um, but more importantly, Josh Allen has been the second best rushing uh, quarterback, quarterback all season. 
Two carries for nine yards in this game. They could not get him out of the pocket. He got beaten by a 42-year-old man at rushing yes, this he week. Did. He did. He got in beaten. one carry. <laughs> <laughs> it's absolutely crazy because basically the Ravens did what the Bills wanted to do. The Bills wanted to take away Lamar Jackson and they partially did it. But the Bill, uh, Ravens completely stuffed Josh Allen. If he only rushes for nine yards in a game, the Bills won't win many games. I think the other thing they did was they took away the long ball. You look at the, you know... Josh John Al- Brown. Yeah, they took away John Brown. Josh Allen's longest throw or longest pass completion of 37 yards to Dawson Knox, and most of that was a run. That, that you know, was mainly a kind of land... Well, yeah. Amazing catch. Yeah. Um, so they, they took away that option, and that's what, you know, the Bills rely on people doing that. And that should have opened up more intermediate routes, but that's not Josh Allen's game. He can throw it long and he can throw an absolute howitzer at someone short and knock them off the feet. Yeah. Um, he's, he's still only thrown two interceptions since like week yeah, seven. I think he's, he's definitely... He's only definitely 17 of 39 in this game, 146 yards. It, like I say, he got shut down. He couldn't get out of the pocket to run. They took away the deep ball. That's it. That's that's his game. Yeah. How important was the injury to Mark <laughs> Andrews in this? Because like, he's been a, a real go-to guy for Lamar Jackson yeah, over the killed, last few killed weeks. Yeah, killed me in fantasy. Yeah. They've got about, three, tight more about the three or four different yeah, tight ends. Hayden Hurst, had his, was it, I think that was his first touchdown of the season as well. He, he basically slid into the Mark Andrews role on three receptions for 73 yards from the tight end position. They, they, they often have multiple tight ends, don't they, to help block for yeah. Lamar Yeah, Nick anyway. Boyle was the other one as well. He had two receptions for just 10 yards, but a touchdown. You so, you like expect more from that. Last week, they only, in the second half, they only threw to tight ends. Yeah. That's what they do. Yeah. The other... The other highlight for me on this was uh, Marcus Peters. The, it was the last, I think it was the last play of the game or the last Bills play. He defended a, a pass thrown his way and jumped into the crowd and chugged a beer. Nice. And there is nothing awesome. wrong with that because he's, you should be allowed to celebrate that. He seems so happy in Baltimore. He does, doesn't he? He's a different player. Yeah. He's the player that we came to know and love at the Chiefs and who were all impressed. I mean, to be fair, he hasn't thrown his socks in the crowd yet. Not yet, but he did jump into the crowd and drink yeah. someone's beer. He was Defensive Rookie of the Year when he... Yeah, he was brilliant. Year, so he did nothing of the Rams. Well, they're rubbish, aren't they? Um, we should point out as well, Cole Beasley now has set his career record for touchdown receptions in a season with six, because he did get another one uh, in this game. So uh, that's been a great acquisition yeah. for them. We, we said it last week, we discussed it in detail, but really, there's not a lot wrong with this Bills team at all. So, yes, it's a close loss to a, what's going to be a playoff rival, and they haven't clinched a wild card spot yet, the Bills, but they will. They I, are I, going to be good enough. This is a playoff team. I was their biggest detractor, and uh, they've totally. You went, you went off on one at the start of the season, didn't you? No, no, I, I still, their biggest detractor is still Michael at the beginning of the season, I'd say. No, I, even on McDermott especially. Yeah, the two of you. I think you find I said the team is good. I don't like McDermott. I stand by it. I still don't like McDermott, but DK, he's doing a great job. We, Kate, I was saying that they're the worst team in playoff contention still, and uh, and yet the Cowboys are still there. And yeah, no, I, I'm totally won around by the. Bills. Wow, our division sucks. And, uh, <laughs> yes, <laughs> I showed you that video of. Um, Oh, Beas- oh, not that video, right? Yeah, the, no, the, no, the other one I showed you, Beasley uh, after the Dallas game. Yes, you did. Of them just congratulating. Yeah, him. and then yeah. you know, carrying him around the dressing room. It feels like a real like team spirit there, which I think probably he didn't probably have at Dallas. I like the other video you showed with the woman and the ping pong balls, though. <laughs> that was from the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, <laughs> 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 Jerry Jones paid for that. <laughs> Uh, the the mention... irony of the fact it says slide into as the yeah. next thing. Yeah. 
Should we mention the Bengals? They nah. lost 19-27 against the Browns. I really thought the Bengals would win this. So did I. I was cheering for really? the Bengals. Yeah. I, the, at the I'm Browns. So yeah. fed up yeah. with the Browns this season. I'm just done. I am as well. The but fact that they're still hanging around in the playoff race disgusts me. The fact that Beckham now no, wants out, absolutely, I feel great about that. I hope it dissolves that locker room. He, d- he never wanted to be there in the first place. This is the thing. People are saying, oh, he now wants out. Don't forget, he was traded. He didn't know he was leaving New York and he doesn't want to be in Cleveland. The fact he he didn't want to be in New York, but that didn't mean he wanted to be in Cleveland. No, he wanted, well, he maybe wanted to be in New York, just not on the Giants. Maybe he wanted to be at the Jets or Bills or anywhere. He wanted to we stay in know. a bigger market. He doesn't want to. Be, it's all about brand. No, end up. We do. Do XFL. we? Yeah, the XFL. Patriots. He's not going to. Play. We, we would never give up enough to get him. You would. You would. You reckon? Well, he better hurry up and get you there. Gave up a first ra- you gave up a first, ra- first round leave, pick for Brandon Cooks. If you give up a first round pick for Beckham. If you leave the Giants because you 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 hate you, you hate the fact that you've got a. a an aging quarterback who doesn't throw it long anymore. Yeah, yeah. Patriots is the place you want is, to be. Is, is Beckham the same player he was before he got injured, or is he no. just hype, though? It's, it's mostly hype and the fact that there just aren't enough targets to go around on the Browns team, which is what we said you know, prior to the start of the season. It's, there's too many miles of feet. Jarvis Landry's been a machine there this season, and he's basically taking the limelight away from Beckham, and that's what he doesn't like. I, I think the injury has made him a far less dynamic player. Yeah. Which injury? The one he's got now or the one he previously had? Because apparently the, now he's injured as well. Are we saying the Giants possibly did something smart? No. No. All right, but good. we're saying maybe, maybe <laughs> I just the wanted Browns, to make sure. Maybe the Browns didn't. <laughs> yeah, didn't uh, Baker Mayfield have to apologise for throwing the medical team under yes, the bus? Yes, yeah, he did. The game? Um, and that, I mean, for me, that sums up Cleveland at the moment in that there's no discipline at all for any of that team and Freddie Kitchens has to go. Yeah. Uh, we mentioned uh, Denzel Ward. We gave them their first defensive uh, touchdown Touch. since 2017. Twi- yeah, week, week 14. Six. Oh, week six, six 2017. I even wrote it Over down two it. years. Don't forget that year. That was that was the bad year. That was their, their <laughs> very bad year. But yeah, as a, as, as a whole though, Andy Dalton played well. He, he outplayed Baker, but neither of them are actually outstanding on the day. And I, I am rapidly losing any faith in Baker becoming anything other than a gimmick player. He'll be fine. He's not a, a leader. He needs a better coach. Well, that's just He's it. a sober Johnny Manziel. I might He's have said that before. You have. He's I think not. many people have said that before, but John's right. He needs a better coach. He needs a more disciplined coach. He shouldn't have been in charge or have anything to do with the decision to hire Freddie is Kitchens. He, is he not just a jumped up Minshew? John. That sounds like a horribly itchy thing. You'd have to be free. I'm jumped up Minshew. I mean, to say someone's a but jumped you could, up Minshew. You can't look. be any more jumped yeah. up than Minshew. <laughs> Joe Mixon deserves some respect from this game. 23 carries, 146 yards, a touchdown, and three receptions for 40 yards. Yeah, well done. And a superb me. handoff. Yeah. And a superb handoff. Well done for and the only player on the Bengals team. Yeah, but the first 10 weeks of the season, he did nothing. In the last three games, he's been really, really good. Dalton definitely going at the end of the season? Yes, I think so, because I think they'll draft another quarterback and somebody's going to pick up a guy who could probably be next year's version of this year's Tannehill. He's just going to go... It's like Carson Palmer when Palmer went to the Cardinals. You suddenly get three good years out of a player who's turned stale somewhere else. He's going to be fine on another team. He's never going to be brilliant, but he's going to be good enough about another team. And I don't don't think the Bengals are making a mistake because I think it's gone stale there. But... You know, I'm not sure they're necessarily going to upgrade by getting rid of Andy Dalton. Well, let's round out the AFC North. Uh, the Steelers beat the Cardinals 23-17. Uh, Arizona's sixth straight defeat. And uh, 
yeah, Kyler Murray, you know, his performances are not as strong as they start the season, and he's behind that. Still got an awful O line. He's getting yeah. beaten up every week. Yeah, and apparently he's got a bit of a hamstring injury as well. He's, uh, yeah. And since the he's bye week, he's not, he's not been as mobile. Even on that last play where he threw an interception to TJ uh, Watt, he could have ran for the first down if it was the Kyler Murray that we'd yeah. seen the, the first couple of weeks. Duck Hodges is 3-0 and as a starter this season. Duck Hodges. Devlin Hodges. It doesn't mean he's good. No, it doesn't mean he's but good, but what it means is he's to not show he's good. bad. He's okay. You take Mason Rudolph was picked off nine times in nine games. Duck, as they call him, has had two turnovers in five appearances. Four of them wins. And it's like Tomlin said, he doesn't kill us. And that's all you've got to do because yeah. the defence is excellent. They're doing enough on offence with who the hell is Kerith White? Five carries for 41 yards. Never heard of him. Benny Snell Jr., we know of. Devlin Hodges had 34 yards on five carries. He's just doing enough to keep the team from being in a bad spot. Yeah. Connor will be back at some point before this week, bite. apparently. Connor's due back this week. I don't know when Juju's back. But so at the start of the season, I had the Steelers going deep in the playoffs, didn't I? With, did. with Big Ben. And I thought they could have had a, you know, got to the championship game. But I think they've just been unlucky. I think they've been really unlucky this year. And. and Actually, I think their locker room is far less toxic. I think yeah, you know, we've seen sometimes, you know, the, the Niners did this, got rid of some big players I didn't necessarily want to see go and then rebuilt with different characters. So like, I don't think you'd ever see Beckham go to the Niners whilst Shanahan's there because he's no, just not interested in people like that. And I think the Steelers, you're going to see over the next year or two, if they can find the replacement for Big Ben, I think they're going to turn into a really good team again in the next year or two. I think you're absolutely right. I think kind of last year and the previous years before, this was a team made up of three individuals, the, the killer bees as they, as they call themselves. Um, and now, you know, two of them have gone, one's injured and they're actually a team again. And this adds to the the argument we made last week about Mike Tomlin being, co- being coach of the year. Because this Steelers team is, again, you look at the personnel... There's no one on here that would scare you. Yeah, before the start of the season, you'd if you looked at that roster uh, and the, the people they're playing. Apart from on the offensive side, you'd be saying this is a team that's going to lose. I mean, most t- games. To be fair, if somebody told me I'm going to have an undrafted rookie called Duck at quarterback, I'd be pretty scared. <laughs> undrafted rookies are four and zero against number one picks this season. As quarterbacks go, just as a thing that I saw out there, that's quite impressive. Um, Joe Hayden deserves uh, the mention from this game, as Joe Mixon did from the last game. Is he putting his name forward as one of the defensive players of the season? Because he is securing games every week. There's somebody else in that team who'd get it before him. The two of them combined have been amazing. And keep going, and keep going. The whole defence is excellent. But Joe Hayden seems to fly under the radar every week. And I I just feel he needs to be given some credit. He's got four, I think at least four interceptions on the season. He had uh, two in this game alone. And he's on about 13 passes defence, which is leading the league. I don't know. I think if you take him out, this this defence is still really good. And that's why he probably won't get in the running. But he's an excellent component and just deserves more airtime. I think it's probably going to be Gilmore or Bosa. Even though I think Aaron Donald's getting a bit more love at the moment, especially after last week's game. Gilmore has been so good Gilmore's this year. Gilmore's been astounding. Yeah, he certainly has. I, there's, there's a lot of people. This is why it hasn't been talked about so much. Because 
you know, there's just so many candidates, but three of them are on this team is, is the point I'm making. What have you put in these notes? Will the Steelers upset a team in the playoffs? This is a very griff thing to write, thinking New England. So I said at the start of the year that they're the sort of team that could beat New England. I thought that with Big Ben. I'm not sure without Big Ben that they'll have the experience to do it. Because they'd not, have to go to Foxborough. Do you not think this would just be a defensive slugfest and it would just be whoever's got the best kicker? And at the moment, that's clearly the Steelers. That's my thinking. This, it, would be, it would be two teams scoring barely if, 200 if the, yards. If the Steelers could get the running game going yeah. against the Patriots, yeah. if they then, get then, Juju back as then well, they, they would have a chance. But I, I honestly think that they would be. They it'd be a very s- difficult place to they go. They are and the win. sixth seed at the moment. So currently, as it stands, they'd be playing Kansas. Yeah, but but the point I can't is they see are, them beating Kansas. No, no, but they are in the playoff at the moment. If it stopped today, they are in. That is yes. a phenomenal Mike Tomlin coaching. Yes, it and is. I just think nobody's going to want to play the Steelers because you don't really know what you're... It's a load of players you've never seen on film. You don't really want to play that in the playoffs. So it, it, it just on my mind. But Belichick will find a new way to cheat in the playoffs. Plus Belichick's seen those guys on film. So the, the Pats put their 21-game home winning record on the line against the Chiefs late on Sunday and came up short despite playing... Well on defence, as Brady and the offense fail to punch in a touchdown with the game winding down. Is this the year that uh, it doesn't it. fall their way in December and January? No. <laughs> you only said that because it was written down. Yeah, it did, yeah. yeah. But I'm answering myself, no. They find a way. <sighs> Everyone's looking at me waiting for the tirade. No, well, no, I'm, not, I'm not giving you the satisfaction. Let's move on to the next game. So <laughs> the Jets are playing the Dolphins. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes is all right, isn't he? Looks like he's back to his best. But no, see, I didn't think he Hurt did. his hand, doesn't he? No, I didn't think he looked that good. Okay, for all of New England's woes on offense, they've still got a good defense. And he still managed to put up 283 passing yards against them. And also had a bit of a run as well, or six carries for for six yards. But generally, you know, Kansas was good. That's, that's about the time that Paul Paul gets involved with stats. Yeah. Tom Brady though, two carries for twenty yards was New England's second best rusher. You know what? Also, that that run thing what was it for seventeen yards? Fourteen yards. That's yeah. 14. Seventeen. I've got here. Was it seventeen? Oh. oh, okay. That's the first time I've seen Tom Brady run where it doesn't look like he's running through treacle. Yeah. It was his, it was his longest run since two thousand and fourteen. Maybe it just takes him a while to get going. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. But his age about fourteen weeks apparently. Um, yeah. Look, for me. The, the, the running game is the biggest problem because this time last year our running game stepped up and took the pressure off Brady and we don't have a running game. It is year. awful. Rex Burke We took Sony Michelle did ahead of Nick Chubb to the Browns. Yes, you did. What a mistake. I know, I, I know. Re- I looked really it up. Had to I think checked. About that, yeah. uh, I think this is, the, uh, this is the problem. If you're going to have an old quarterback who's still good, puts up the yards, there's another poor interception, but puts up the yards with not great weapons around him. You've got to have a running game that works. Fair. Sonny Michel was decent last year, so I don't think we can say drafting him out of Nick Chubb was a terrible He was never decision. as good as Nick Chubb. You could have gone after Melvin Gordon at the start of the season, didn't yeah. you? There, there yeah. are other options. They haven't done enough to take the pressure off Brady, but don't think it's all about the receivers. It's about the running game as well. This time last year, our running game caught fire and we looked really good. We don't have a running game. James White's doing a decent job, but he's not an ev- every. He's not a running back. R- yeah, he's not a proper running back. He's, he's not a, a running, back at all. running back. He goes. He goes like three or four games without 
actually having a rush. Yeah, yeah. But when you get Le'Veon Bell in next year, making Brady take his entire contract as a signing bonus, it'll be fine. <laughs> um, you know. The, the, so I don't we, think Brady will be there next year. No, I don't think Brady will be there. I, I thought he was week. there till he's 45. He's I, only 42 I, now. I, I don't he's, think he'll be playing until he's 45. But he didn't say he'd be playing in New England. True. Uh, so, <laughs> we have to mention the fact that the Patriots were victims of some officiating. <laughs> how do you like it now? Yeah. Perfect. See how you like it on your side, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> There's been so little sympathy for this, uh, <laughs> and, and I would like to point Across out across the globe. I just, uh, I just had to put it in the script because it was there. Uh, so one or the other of these would have been enough for the game. Uh, so the one that irritates one? me the most is the fumble recover. No, oh. the fumble recovery because yeah. the, the Steelers scoring a perfectly legal touchdown last year, the Jets scoring a perfectly legal <laughs> touchdown last year. Absolutely, I'm not. I'm the Rams not perfectly winning the Super Bowl 20 years ago. It's like I said to Jim this week. Our, our best offensive weapon this season has been uh, offensive pass interference. Sorry, Obviously. defensive pass interference. We just throw the ball up, and that's you've a, been doing it for years. Yeah, and our first two drives in this game that resulted in scores were helped by that, but. The officials have been told by the league, do not whistle the ball dead unless you are sure. And I think it was Kelsey. It was Kelsey. Kelsey was two feet off the floor when he dropped the ball and they blew it dead straight away and Gilmore was clean through. I remember something similar happening to the Jaguars against, who was it? It was against the Patriots in the AFC Championship game and Miles (laughs) Jack had had it. And he he was clean through for a touchdown. So yeah, I mean, there is a bit of sympathy there. It happens all the time. It does. This happens all the time. But it's not supposed to. That's more irritating than the other one because the other one's an honest mistake. The line judge has said, I couldn't see because I was blocked by a player. So I threw it to the next judge and he said, I think he's out. So we ruled it out. And the Patriots had... No challenges left. No challenges left because... They'd already thrown two They'd challenges. They'd already thrown the challenges so surprised on me. the fumble yeah. recovery, which they were then given the ball, but yeah. they'd lost the opportunity to score. I never realised that if you actually get a challenge right, you don't get it You don't, you don't get, get the back. challenge back. Yeah, you don't get the challenge. You get the time out you, you don't get the challenge. You don't, so once you, you don't get charged the time out. Yeah, so even though Belichick rightly threw a challenge, and yes, he was absolutely right to, and they, they reversed that decision... He was then. He wasn't then allowed to throw another challenge. I think it was due. It's due to the amount of time, it, uh, the additional time it takes. Yeah, I can't but remember. But apparently, Belichick every year submits it at the owners' meeting and says, "I think we should sense. be allowed do, to keep I mean, our challenges when we get them right." And every year it gets rejected. So. In tennis, if you challenge a call and you get it right, you get that keep challenge. challenge you yeah. Keep that challenge. Like if they same in cricket. Yeah, I'd, that's bullshit. Quite frankly, so you are sort of I am on board. So, like, yeah, what I'm, I'm, I'm happy the, the it happened to you. But I'm on board. It, the frustrating thing about it is the touchdown that was ruled out of bounds. So Enkil Harry was said to have touched his foot out of bounds before he scored, which he didn't. We were three yards with two or three plays left on the drive to score, and we couldn't get the ball in because we don't have a running game. It is not the officials' fault that we don't have a running game. So, John, j- just imagine, John, you played roulette for twenty years, right? Okay. You go you go to a casino and you play roulette for 20 years and for 20 years straight your numbers come up. <laughs> you put money on the table and for 20 years you win at roulette. How angry would you be after 20 years that you didn't win one game? Furious. Fair enough. Absolutely. That's, no, think, no, that's not related to anything. No, no. I just I, thought I'd throw it out there. I think also... <laughs> A little bit like the Saints in the fact that there's aside from Julian Edelman, I don't and you know Nikhil Harry looks all right, but he's still very very raw. There's no one there for Brady to pass to. Like the list of people he's passing to, Matt Lacoste, 
Mohamed Sanu isn't you know the same. It hasn't it's not worked yet. Ben Watson is about is almost as old as Brady. We've talked about Sony Michelle not really ha- not really doing much this year. There's and Jacoby one reception Myers, for one yard. Yeah, and Jacoby Myers who dropped the you know what was a pretty straightforward pass in, in the end zone. There's there's no one else apart from Edelman, so it's easy for teams to you know double team Edelman, take him out. He the was game. double teamed all, all night, all, all night. Yeah, well, it was in painful. The first half, he still managed, he still got eight receptions for ninety five yards, but you know you take him out of the game. It's like who the hell? Who who do you expect Brady to throw to? At halftime, New England was seventeen to three down, and they or yeah, and they scored thirteen points in the second half and only let the Chiefs score six. I think. You scored an early touchdown nine, with, nine the, points. With, the, oh, sorry. with the trick play, yeah. didn't you? But yeah. we, we stopped. Uh, Kansas City only scored three points in the second half. Sorry, I'm yeah, reading the wrong It was 27 at half time. Yeah, so they only scored three points in the second half. And we moved Edelman to the outside, so he wasn't getting double teamed in the middle. Wasn't getting beaten up. Um, and, and we adjusted like we always do. The problem is we don't have a running game. It's nothing else. It's just that we don't have a running game. Brady is good enough to lead a team, but you've got to take the pressure off a 42-year-old man. He cannot be your second best rusher of the game. So roulette or otherwise, it's poor preparation from a team that should have drafted a tight end, made sure the running back stable was working. Hey, you traded a sixth round pick for a crap tight end from Atlanta. Yeah, but what what you've got to remember is the whole system of the NFL is set up to mean that if you keep winning, you can't just keep drafting a good tight end and a good running back. Because the idea is you're supposed to level the playing field. You're not supposed to be able to go and do those things because you're the best team already. Yeah. That's the whole point of the system. Otherwise, it would, you know, dynasties would go on forever, wouldn't they? Of course. And and this is the point. I'm not complaining about the fact we're not winning. What I'm saying is, for a team that prides itself on excellent preparation, there's some massive gaps in this year's preparation. We might be very good at knowing what the other team is going to do, but if you haven't got the players to carry out what you're planning, that's not good preparation. Who have you lost to? The Chiefs. The Chiefs, Chiefs Ravens, Ravens, and Texans. Yeah, so it's and you the nearly lost to the Cowboys as yeah. well. So you've you've, you've lost to three teams leaders. leading their division. Yeah. yeah, we lost to the Jets. <laughs> yeah, Again, but, but but they have one of the weakest schedules yes. in the entire league. It's been if very it wasn't weak. for the fact that their schedule was so weak, I think they've lost like something like four out of six against winning teams or something like that. Uh, three out of six, three out of six against, against winning teams. Against winning I, I, I'm not disagreeing with that either. I, I think you're, I mean, well, I think the, the real tell on this game is when you're throwing out a trick play in the first quarter to try and score a touchdown. Those, those was those, a great touchdown. It was great. Don't get me wrong, but those trick plays are kept for when you're in dire need of them. Probably in the playoffs, when you keep them as late as possible, where people can't watch as much film. We need on them as one possible. every week just to move the ball. You almost need one every every possession. <laughs> one every quarter. Yeah, yes, it's it's true. I mean, really, the the Chiefs. This is why I wasn't that impressed with Mahomes. Two hundred eighty-three yards is fine, but he didn't. It, the accuracy wasn't there, really. And another twenty <laughs> points though against the number one defense in the league. The only thing that stopped Kansas from racking up a bigger score was the fact they don't have a rushing game either. Sean McCoy, eleven carries, thirty-nine yards, was their lead rusher. Tyreek Hill yeah. had two carries, only got eight yards. That's almost unheard of. Like, Ka- they Kareem, got nothing. Kareem going. Hunt has has really hurt them. Yes, by as much not being as, as, available as much as his them. girlfriend, almost. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> Sammy Watkins uh, turned up in this game, four receptions for fifty yards. Yeah, he's literally been, you know, pretty much dead for the last few weeks. Yeah, finally, you know, turned up. So, you know, th- uh, this is two teams that we suspected would be going deep in the playoffs, and actually, there's some big gaps on both of these teams. Who wants to mention Spygate? Two point It's not spying. It's a film. They're making a film. 
So is it like the what Leeds did like for their Amazon Prime? No, it's more like have you seen that film Argo? It's more like you remember no. Spygate they, they, 1.0. They're, they're pretending to make a film. It's a whole spy thing. They're pretending to make a film to get some hostages out of Iran. Basically, the Patriots have been caught with their pants down. They're saying, oh, we're making a film. Yeah, it's bullshit. I'm sorry. Oh, no, I agree with you. I believe I sent you the link about it being a film and said... Is that what you sent? Oh, I just heard about yeah, it. Yeah, I, I just sent it and said, um, uh, yeah, this is ob- obviously this is what you would say. Yeah, I think they've been caught they're, cheating They're trying again. to say it's a completely different department, isn't it? You know, it's... It's nothing to do with the actual, you know, the football operations. A bit like a bit like Deflategate when they said, "Oh no, it's just some guy who does." It's nothing to do with anyone else. Yeah, then Brady got suspended for four yeah. games. It, look, you won't catch me denying it. I absolutely think they've done it, and I don't think anything will come of it because I think they will struggle to prove that it's not a film. They, they, they do seem to have a filming permit signed by the Bengals or whoever it was they were filming. Yeah, it doesn't mean you could just record the sideline. I, I, I couldn't <laughs> yeah. agree more. I, I'm not disagreeing. I, I don't know. I find it frustrating. Every, every team's going to be making a film. <laughs> well, that seems like... Do you want to come around, come around my house for dinner? Oh, you fucked my wife. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> It just seems to be we've invited we've invited you to do something and you've totally fucked us over with it. So uh, Paul's got some uh, some individual issues. I didn't there. realise that that was an invite that stood at your house. <laughs> <laughs> do we? Does, does no, your we wife get a say? We should move. We're on. not recording there this week. So, uh, <laughs> the pooper bowl. Yeah, the pooper bowl. The Jets, Jets and the Dolphins. dolphins. Um, <clears throat> This the should be the quickest game that we get. Twenty-two, twenty-one. Jets won. Jets the won. only reason the Dolphins the, should have won. The only reason uh, the Jets won is because Devonte Parker got knocked out of the game. The Jets are celebrating at the end like they'd won the Super Bowl. Yeah, that is that. The Jets are just toilet. Ten field goals combined in this game is a league record. Just imagine that. The contented face of somebody who has Jason Sanders in their fantasy team for the last two weeks. Yeah, I mean, he's got, what's he put, nearly 35 points in two weeks, fantasy. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, Yeah, moving on quickly. Yeah. Uh, AFC South has uh, turned into into the the division to watch recently. Has it left you speechless? Yeah. The Texans. This game left me a little bit speechless. It was incredible, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, they lost spectacular fashion to the Broncos and their rookie quarterback, Drew Locke. Yeah, Drew Locke actually looks like a fine. Well, so when we did our mock draft last year, I think I took Drew Locke, I definitely took him higher than Daniel Jones. (laughs) I was the one Um, who took Will Greer early. (laughs) Drew Locke was, was getting some pretty good press. You know, he had... When he went into the draft, and then he just seems to have got because he sat for a year because he was drafted by Elway. I think he got tainted. Yeah, but and, he, and he, also because Fangio described him as uh, a pitcher rather than a football player. Just said he just throws the ball. That's it. But he seems to have had time to sit and learn with the injury that he's had. And if he if he's just going to play like this, he's immediately better than the other two quarterbacks have had this season. So that's that's that's, that's a good start. Brett Favre made a hall of. Hall of Fame career out of just throwing it, basically, didn't he? More yeah, or less, wing yeah. It, yeah. I think, yeah, you know, he's now got that offense looks quite interesting to watch going into next year. Okay, they've still got no offensive line that needs to be addressed, but you've got two decent running backs, Royce Freeman uh, and Philip Lindsay. You've got Courtland oh, Sun on the outside. Noah Fant looked awesome against the, te- against the Texans on Sunday. Well, rookie quarterbacks, where do they always go? Oh, always go to the, to the tight, tight end. end. And now you've got a quarterback who doesn't look like a 
Broncos quarterback, but looks pretty. Looks like a Peyton Manning Broncos quarterback. Okay, he's not yeah. Peyton Manning. Twenty-two of twenty-seven for three hundred and nine yards, three touchdowns, and an awful pick. Not three thousand and nineteen yards. Not three thousand and nineteen. As ESPN said, um, no. <laughs> but a QBR of ninety-eight point six compared to Watson, who went twenty-eight of fifty, two ninety-two, one touchdown, two picks, and a QBR of fifty-one point two. Watson's supposed to be what the top five quarterbacks of the season. Did nothing. Did just nothing to help his team. Well, it was all garbage time points, wasn't it? Absolutely, it was, it was never this close. It was never as close as thirty-eight twenty-four shows. So, and I, I do like Drew Locke's uh, celebration where he pretends to be uh, Buzz Lightyear. Buzz Lightyear, yeah. Has he not got a tattoo of him on his on his arm? And people took the mick out of him, apparently. Oh, really? So I didn't felt, know that. Yes, I believe. Oh, I'll take the mick got, out of him next week then. <laughs> I believe he has him on a sleeve tattoo. Uh, Is it as good as the dude from the? Uh, what? Uh, what's the? Um, one with Jaden Smith on him. Impractical joke. Impractical jokers. Oh, I don't know. Uh, look that up. It's genius. <laughs> yeah, Noah Fant, four receptions, 113 yards and a touchdown with a long of 48 on his four targets. There's, If they can build that connection between Locke and Fant, this team is actually going to be good because don't forget, they've got a defensive coach and a, a, all the parts of a good defence already there. They don't have to do a lot with the defence. It's a shame they haven't got like a, a veteran kind of receiver just to lead the locker room. <laughs> and just, I don't think they know. need it. Cortland Sutton has done a great job this season. Yeah, he has. Yeah. all on fantasy this week. Yeah, all right. It wasn't good. He only had 34 yards, but that's because the targets all went to Fant. The other thing from this game is uh, Von Miller has got, apparently he's carrying a knee injury and he can only rush from one side, which is the opposite side to what he usually rushes from. And he still managed to get, what was it, a sack, a sack and a half? Yeah. Still brilliant. You know, and you know, like you say, next year Bradley Chubb's coming come out. They're going to lose Chris Harris Jr., so they'll need to bring in a decent cornerback. But there's still the pieces for a decent team there. Well, uh, always done a good job. No, no, don't, no, don't, no, don't, no, don't, no, don't, no, don't, no, don't say. You throw no, enough no. darts, you will <laughs> yeah. hit the board. A stop clock is right twice a day. Yeah, <laughs> love throwing a little grenade get, in there. At I'd the still end. get Elway out signed well, up. Remaining in the AFC South, uh, Tannehill moved to 6-1 as a starter for the Tetons as uh, they dismantled the Raiders tw- uh, 42-21. So uh, the, the Raiders kept pace. This was 21-21 and then all of a sudden they stopped playing and Tannehill and the Tetons took over and, and just decimated them. This was so interesting because it did seem like somebody just went to the side and went, Oakland, remember you suck. Biggest problem for the Raiders was Josh Jacobs scratched just before the game with the shoulder injury that he's carrying. Whilst DeAndre Washington, 14 carries, 53 yards and a touchdown, played okay, this is not the same team without Josh Jacobs. He's been a revelation. Yeah, he's nailed on for offensive rookie on the, of the year. I you reckon? reckon? Yeah, I reckon so. Oh, like, well, you know, who's the, who, who else is there? I have no idea who no, else it Kyler Murray is probably the only... Debo Samuel? Yeah, potentially, but no. Kyler no. Murray is the only... AJ Brown? Well, yeah, that's what I was about to come on to. There were 50 players taking ahead of AJ Brown, including and kill Harry for the New England Patriots. Oh, that's gone well. Um, he looks like a legit receiver. Okay, he had a slow start, but you know, the last few weeks he's been playing really well. And on Sunday, five receptions, 153 yards, two touchdowns, and one 91 um, passing touchdown where... He didn't seem to be running that fast and yet still managed to outrun the defensive back, who are normally pretty quick. 
Um, but he's been awesome. I think a lot of the rookie wide receivers, they tend to just be a little bit streaky, don't they? they have big games and then they go missing. You know, think about Hollywood Brown as well. You know, some weeks for the Ravens, he's looked amazing. In other weeks, zero fantasy points, you know. So yeah. they're, they're all like it, I think. You know, Debo Samuel, again, he has, you know, strong games and he, you know, isn't used much in the game the week after or doesn't bring in his targets. So I think it just... They're getting used to different matchups and different looks and stuff, aren't they? So, I think when you compare him to the other um, wide receiver the Titans got, Corey Davis, this section in the first round a couple of years back, he's never really done anything. He's certainly not had a well, as far as I can remember, he's not had a 153-yard game, and he's never looked like having a 153-yard game. I couldn't decide in this game which of the name, the following names, I liked the most: Michael Pruitt, Anthony Frisker. Or Rico Gafford. All you, names I don't recall ever seeing on a stat sheet Definitely before. the last one. You, you've left one out, which you're not even going to try and pronounce, are you? Uh, go on. Kari Blazigami? Blazigame? Yeah, I've seen that on a sheet already this season. The other ones I had not even read. So the highlight of this game for me was Ryan Tannehill throwing an interception and then making his way across the field to bring down the lineman that intercepted him. Yeah, and he wasn't a small guy. No, Maurice he Hurst was a, a massive guy. Big and he, old boy. he properly tackled him into the sidelines. That is determination of a man who realises, I've just rejuvenated my career. I'm about, to get, I'm about to avoid the franchise tag and get a contract with the Titans, which I, by the way, think absolutely is the right well, thing for Tennessee there, to do. There has been more talk of it the uh, last couple of days. And... You know, 21 for 27, 391 yards, three touchdowns, an inception. And, you know, that he, inception's not so bad. He's one, for, he's he's, he's one for Gary. So Tannehill's had three 300-plus yard games in his seven starts this season. Uh, Mariota had eight of those games in his five years as a starter. 300-plus yards. Yeah, I told you he was never any yep. good. So Ryan Tannehill is now showing you the difference between a quarterback who can't pass properly and one who can. Let's not forget, Tannehill was a first-round quarterback pick, however many years ago it was. Seven, eight years ago. Seven. Same years that Andrew Luck and RG3 came from. Yeah, he and, was and the third quarterback. He went under the round. radar because of the first two being so good, Still supposedly. Top ten, but yeah, he was definitely... He was, he was classed as being overdrafted by the Miami Dolphins. Yeah. And he's but, taken time to mature, but it's, Yeah, it's, but he was at the Dolphins, who have been terrible for ages now. Absolutely. I... You know, so Derek Henry, 18 carries, 103 yards, two touchdowns, been pretty much unstoppable, even though he's injured. Got yeah, he's, he's a beast. Yeah. No, no quitting is what he says. Is that what he's <laughs> is no that, quit, is that no, official? No, quit, no quitting in me. Derek Henry is a free agent at the end of this season. Well, someone needs no, to sign him quickly. Not. No, he is. Well, I'm just saying, <laughs> officially he is. If they're just franchise tag him. Well, well, I don't so, think they will, but I reckon he'll sign a contract. Well, see, if Tannehill doesn't get the franchise tag, then it's there for Derek Henry if he refuses to sign. Mm. Is he likely to look at what happened to the court, uh, running back sorry, over the last couple of years and their contract situations and think, I'm just going to sign and stay here? Rather than hit a market that doesn't want running backs. I would, just for that, just that reason. The, the, the market for running backs is going to go down dramatically over the next couple of years. Le'Veon Bell's a high point. We're now seeing a lot more teams that are running two, three, four running back stables. There's very few successful teams that have one running back, and that tends it, to be at a star. He'll probably get more if he does one year as, as a franchise well, tag and then signs. I reckon, it, you know... You, Potentially, yeah, he yeah. is he is a power back. One of these types of power, one of these backs that will take like a lot of knocks. So there is an injury risk there. He's never been completely injury free, like you say. He's a, he's got a bit of a knock at the moment. So I reckon if he gets a three year contract, that's probably a good deal for him. 
There was a nasty moment in this game involving Hunter Renfro. And if anybody saw this, I, I did the splits. You yeah. did the splits. Oh, was that well, he, Foster he Moreau? Was, I thought it was it Hunter was, Renfro. No, was it, was it was Foster Moreau. Foster oh, was Moreau. It? Sorry, Foster Moreau. Do Renfro the, plays for the Raiders. Not, not just. So does Foster Moreau. Not just doing the splits, <laughs> but doing the splits while sliding backwards. Yeah, uh, it's the gif I sent to the group. It was. Yeah. <laughs> it was fairly horrendous. Renfro's a tiny little white dude. Yep. So yes, below. you're quite right. Foster Moreau ain't tiny though. <laughs> no, that's quite. That's a guy who shouldn't be doing the splits. No, it wouldn't be. I, I assume uh, he's actually having his gooch sewn back together because, <laughs> because I don't know what other injury he could possibly sustain and he looked in agony. For anybody in the US, gooch is taint. <laughs> <laughs> the Colts lost to the Buccaneers, uh, 35 to 38. Speaking of taint. So, Adam Vinatieri, he's been put on IR. Immediate retirement. Gone. Gone. It's all over. Sorry. And it's a bad way to go. Inevitable retirement. Replaced by Chase McLaughlin, who promptly came out and missed a field goal. Well well done, Colts. Um, to be fair, Chase McLaughlin was all right at the 49ers. Yeah. When, for, uh, when, he, when he did miss, though, it he was did, hilarious. He did have a horrible miss against the Seahawks. But yeah. yeah. Aside from that, he did all right. This was the ultimate Jameis Winston experience. Oh, yeah. I was the just about to ultimate. say the same. Four touchdowns, three interceptions, a million yards. Just what all he is is the black Ryan Fitzpatrick. And you are going to see him 10 years from now still playing the league and we're still going to go, Winston's playing this weekend. Did he get benched at some point and then come back into the game? Injured. He, he was injured, yeah. It's, I, I saw reports saying he was benched. And no, he, he was struggling. But the, because we, were, we weren't watching... Uh, Red zone, Red zone. Well. so yeah, we, we, we just is, saw the tweets. It is out. the 10th of December 2019. I am sure on the 10th of December 2029, I'm going to be watching 38 year old Jameis Winston playing Slinging against some awful defense with a massive beard, with a massive <laughs> beard, putting up seven touchdowns and being lauded as player of the week before following up with an eight interception and appearance the week after. It's just, this is what he's going to be. He seems like somebody playing Madden for the first time. Oh, I'm going to launch it long. Oh, I've been intercepted. Ah, he he, he worry, seems like again. somebody who spent the first few years of his career with <laughs> with the wrong quarterback teaching him. <laughs> well, possibly. <laughs> it could well be. I, I will say, I don't think... How many um, years did he spend with Fitzmagic? Two? Uh, they, were there, they were both there for two years, yeah. But... I don't. Th- I'm just saying. I don't be. think Fitzmagic ever fills up a U- an, U- an Uber driver. <laughs> <laughs> just, I'm just looking at stats for, for Winston. They projected stats for, for the for the rest for what would be a full season. He's projected to throw for five thousand yards. Yeah, impressive. Thirty-two <laughs> touchdowns. Impressive. And twenty-eight interceptions. Slightly less impressive. He's already thrown five pick sixes this year alone, which I think ties. John the had the best stat about Jameis Winston. John, do you remember the stat? Yes. Do you? No. He has 101 giveaways in his five years. And Aaron Rodgers, who has played 10 years longer, has 82. (laughs) That is all all you need to know about Jameis Winston. I love watching him, but I wouldn't want him as a quarterback on my team. The Bucks are going to sign him again. I think they will. It's going to mire their franchise in mediocrity forever. Because you can't win three games in a row with Jameis Winston. One thing that's going to maybe knock his chances of getting to 5,000 yards, he's lost Mike Evans. Yeah, that, that was bad. Three games to go, he's lost Mike yeah. Evans. There's no, no yeah. point risking him, is there? So. Well, I don't think he, he can even be risked. The, the hamstring went, you saw it go, you knew it was over, he knew it was over. I mean, Chris Godwin's still good enough to put up great yards with, but this is going to mean Godwin gets covered a lot more easily if they're not facing Mike Evans. 
Uh, and it's a shame yeah. for him, but you, like you say, you just wrap him up now. And in fantasy uh, semi-finals, it's a horrible time to lose Mike Evans. No, no. I have a plan. <laughs> what is the plan? <laughs> You'll all see. Um, You'll all see. Quick, 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 trade with Beckham. It's just going to hit Doug with a lead pipe. <laughs> quick, quick word on the Colts then. Uh, Brissett, 19 of 36, 251 yards. He's throwing to nobody. Since T.Y. Hilton's been out, they've, yeah. they've not really had anything. Top receivers, Marcus Johnson, three receptions, 105 yards. Who? Marcus exactly. Johnson. Yep. When you run out of options, you play with your Johnson. Yep. <laughs> Always the way back, back, back to that podcast idea again, is it? <laughs> Chode Weekly. <laughs> uh, Leonard on the defence as well. What an amazing oh, player. He's, he's so good. It, the, the, the interception where he actively baited Winston into it by pretending to rush him and then just slowly stepping backwards and reaching up and picking the ball out of the air. You don't, was have, amazing. To, you don't have to bait Winston into throwing an interception. No, but but he knew how to get that out of him and it was it was brilliant. He's, he's a fantastic player. Well, that's that thing in The Simpsons, isn't there? Like, he's going to do something stupid. Wait for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Every week... This this game should be the one that that Jameis has as a highlight reel for his career when when he's retired. This is the game. Four hundred and fifty six yards. It's, it's absolutely insane. <laughs> now we have to cover the NFC, I guess uh, NFC East, but um, let's not spend much time here. Um, Cowboys twenty four to thirty one against the Bears who are making a late play for the playoffs. And the outside hope. It's the fact that they have hope at this time of the season is miraculous in itself. I'm actually, they've got a 7-6 and six, six record. That took me by surprise when yeah. I saw it because I didn't expect them to have a winning record at this point in the season. They've got to play the pack. They've won still. four on the bounce. I know, they've, they've still got to play the pack. Well, so. so obviously I've just changed jobs and... Um, somebody I'm working with. Don't oh. pretend you haven't had tiny chode surgery. Well, you've been changing jobs. And anyway, so, but someone I've just started working with, uh, not been into the NFL before, and uh, chose a team and selected the Bears, got quite right. into it, and they are unbeaten, <laughs> and he is loving Mitch Trubisky. Well, because what he's seen in the last four weeks, he's he's fall give him time. Hard. Give him time. <laughs> Here's the thing with Mitch Trubisky. So five weeks ago, he said, "We, I've asked for all the TVs to be removed from our facility. We're not having them on because it's all too negative, and they haven't lost a game since." The difference between that and Baker Mayfield, who throws his own medical team under the bus and is a dick, uh, is astounding. Trubisky isn't going to be a great quarterback but he's a much better leader than someone like Baker Mayfield and that counts just as much. He looked like Lamar Jackson in this game. He did, yeah. 23 of 31, 244 yards, three touchdowns. He did have a, another pick, but... Uh, 63 yards on the ground. 63 though. yards rushing and a touchdown. Yeah. This is good Mitch Trubisky. And if you get good Mitch Trubisky for eight games a season, then you'll be okay. But he's never going to be outstanding. But the point is, this Mitch Trubisky on the Browns team would be two really good things coming together. And he would elevate the Browns, whereas I don't think Baker would get anything out of this Bears team. No. It's I just think, a comparison I wanted to make. I think one of the key things for the Bears now, well, certainly in the, in the game against the Cowboys, is they finally got a tight end who seems to be able to catch the ball. So JP Holtz, <laughs> who came in here through receptions, 56 yards. I mean, Gary said it earlier, new rookie quarterbacks and pretty bad quarterbacks 
want tight ends that can catch the ball. That's a safety blanket. And Trey Burton hasn't done that, so you know, well, JP Holtz come in. The supposed greatest of all time quite likes it. Quite as quite like to tight end to throw the well, ball to over the years. Exactly, yeah. They're taller, they're bigger, they're stronger. You can just throw it up in the air and hope they'll go up and get yeah, exactly. it. Exactly. So, not everyone has Jimmy Graham playing with them at the moment. <laughs> uh, there are just a litany of problems at Dallas. We've covered the, co- the coaching position. It is, it is awful. It's the quote from Jerry Jones. He's confident Jason Garrett will be coaching in the NFL next year. Yeah, yeah. I love yeah. that. <laughs> that. That was a great quote. Uh, thanks, Jerry. Uh, <laughs> Just leave it at that. <laughs> so, a couple of bits of news. Uh, Brett Maher has missed 10 kicks this season, leads the NFL in missed kicks, has been cut by the Cowboys. They got rid of him and signed Kai Forbath. Oh, so it is possible to sack somebody mid season then? Apparently so. Uh, he was basically, Jerry Jones actually said after the game, kicking is one area we have to improve, and the following day, <laughs> Maher was cut. And you get the feeling he basically just... Coaching is another area you need to improve. But you, hint, you, hint, you, you, He's also said that as well. Though. You really understand that Jones had to fire someone. Someone had to go and it was the kicker. But it, it, that's just how he is. It's It's got to be Jason Garrett. There are other problems as well. I mean, Dak's stat line looks good. 27 passes completed for 334 yards and a touchdown. No interceptions. But there were 49 pass attempts. And Elliott only had 19 carries. That, there's no balance to that the, offense at it, all. It's been the same all season. I remember at the beginning of the season. Yeah, I know he wasn't fit. He was coming off being you know, holding out, but he's never had. I don't think more than 25 touches in in a game. And when you've got a player like this, what we were saying earlier, if you've, you're all leaning on a star, you know, running back, and you've got one running back in, in your rushing stable, then you need that running back, like Christian McCaffrey has done for the Panthers this year, to be touching the ball 25, 30 times. Whether it's a whether it's handoff to a carry or a, a receiving pass, it just opens up so much stuff, doesn't it? You look at the Niners, you know they're able to do so much because everyone knows the run game is going to get a huge volume of workload. We did a play action pass on the first play of the game because people are just people expecting just expecting it. us yeah. to run run the ball. So and you know that's without a Zeke. So yeah, I just I don't know. They still haven't obviously dealt with all these contract issues as well. When, when can teams start talking to Dak? Is it Literally, once they're out of the regular once it, once season, free, yeah. once once we hit free agency, people can start Cause, speaking to because they've got not long to they've got a lot to sort out in Dallas, when yeah. they should be focusing just on getting to the playoffs well, and playing playoff football. I I think they'll end up keeping Dak, but I think they'll they'll try to find if Garrett does go and you know when when they'll they'll try and find a coach who wants to work with Dak. If they really can't, and there's no coach out, which I doubt that's going to happen. Cowboys over the last five seasons, when trailing at halftime, have won a total of four games. The 0-7 trailing halftime this season. Exactly. This is an awfully coached team, and until Garrett is gone, nothing will change. We have said that for how many years? Yeah, and you look at the probably two of the... Yeah, a one of the best coaches in the league this season, Mike Tomlin. The, the game against the Browns, where he can change the game plan, and they won it. They were down ten nil yeah. at halftime. Yeah. He came back and won it. So like I said to you, even the other day, Belich- even though we lost yeah, against Belich- the Chiefs this week, second half, yeah, absolutely closed them down to three points. So yeah, good coaches figure out what to do at halftime. Bad, Bad coaches, coaches just keep doing the same thing. Keep their job on the Cowboys. I mean, apparently, can we stick with the idea that the NFC East sucks, chode, and move forward? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we can. <laughs> well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Another NFC East East team, but they're playing the Bears opponents this weekend. Uh, they played the Packers and only just lost uh, fifteen to twenty. 
It wasn't a great offensive performance no. from the Packers, was it? Not what we were hoping to see from them, but you can't They're be spectacular every towards week. towards the playoffs, really, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, they seem to have just... They've plateaued. Definitely plateaued. They're just not quite as as good as they looked no. a quarter of the way through the season. Sunday's game was Aaron Rodgers' ninth, where his rating is under 100 for the season. Which is insane for a player like Aaron Rodgers. A game manager that good should not have that many games exactly, yeah. like that. And I was wrong about Aaron Jones. He's had a good oh. season this year. <laughs> <laughs> Streamers and everything. I can't believe it. To be fair, though, he has not had solid years for the rest of his career. I've this just never heard you say you were wrong before. No, <laughs> It is very, very wrong. And if you Quick, someone go and get Kirsty from the house, she's missing this. And it's only because I like Paul. Otherwise, I wouldn't. <laughs> if I'd have had an argument with you, there's no way I'd have ever said I, I got it wrong. But we haven't um, had an argument because Bortles and Mariota are not playing this season. <laughs> <But> <laughs> and yeah. Philip Rivers has sucked, and we're all in all agreement. Yeah. I think for the first three or four years of his career, Aaron Jones has been, you know, touchdown heavy, and he hasn't really got a lot of yardage, and hasn't been involved, you know. You know, hugely in the in the offense. You know, he's been there, but this year he has become a very good quality running back. So, well done, Paul. So I Dwayne Haskins in this game. Sorry, Paul, gone far away. I was going to say is you know Rogers is getting older, and all, all quarterbacks which are decent seem to lean on the running back when they get older, don't they? And and takes me back to what my complaint was about New England in that we don't. If we had Aaron Jones on that team, you'd be saying Brady looks as good as Rogers has done this season. So. Dwayne Haskins, 16 of 27, 170 yards, touchdown and a pick. At least he looks serviceable. They've got their quarterback for next year. It's not as bad as we thought earlier in the season. Darius Geis is the concern. He's injured his ACL again. MCL. Sorry, MCL. So it doesn't matter, same does it? knee, yeah, different same ligament. Knee, different They're going to shut him down for the season by the sounds of things. I haven't confirmed it yet. He, no, he's, down to, he's on our own. Oh, he's, yeah. he's gone now. He's got he? his, oh, okay. It's happened while we're, while we're on. So while we're here. this is a concern because you cannot move forward assuming that Darius Geis... Without Geist an is, MCL, yeah. Yeah, we, but you cannot move forward assuming Darius Geis is going to be available for 16 games next season either. So yeah. they're clearly not going to stick with Adrian Peterson. <laughs> well, there's going to be some old bloke somewhere who's going to be free. Frank Gore. And that's where Washington <laughs> come good. Well, you, uh, if you had a lineup of Gore and Peterson, are you over thirty-five? Ten I'll years ago, ten, ten years ago, that would have uh, driven fear into the hearts of uh, defenses. AP, the sixth player with fourteen thousand rushing yards all time. So he's he's going to beat Curtis Martin by the end of the season. I think he needs a paltry like sixty-nine points. Like he's going to play next year as well. Sixty-nine yards because uh, he needs the money. True. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just I'm just saying I, I'm not. I wouldn't be surprised if Washington have to go back into the draft somewhere in the first three, three. or four rounds and, and pick up another good running back because I, yeah. you cannot rely on Darius Guys, He looks really good when he plays, but three games a where, season... Where would you be going with there? Because they're going to have reasonably high pick. Where would you be going with that? Probably O-line? Second round. Well, first round, I'd be going O-line. O-line. Redskins. Yeah. Second round, you can go running back. You could pick up a running back like Travis Etienne out of Clemson who could possibly go in the first round but likely in the second round he's pretty much carried Clemson on, on his back for the last two years so that could be a good option I just want to I, I heard this on, on another recording um, earlier this week where they said Haskins has a sack problem and I thought you'd, you'd, you'd all like that um, <laughs> why would we like that because you guys got that type of sense of humour um, <laughs> he's got a sack problem what's Kyler Murray <laughs> so, so is Paul yeah I mean yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, on fourteen percent of Haskins' dropbacks, he's he's getting sacked, and Case Keenan was only six percent. John's just resolved um, his sack yeah. problem. Case Keenan was only six percent behind yeah. the, the same offensive line. So it's typical kind of rookie 
quarterback where yeah. you know he needs a season where he's more familiar with the playbook and, and more familiar with the speed of the NFL. The Eagles beat the Giants 23-17. Cool, mm. that is all that needs to be said about that game. No, uh, no, 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 no. Eli... Eli looked all right in the first half. Yeah, like a really. Good well, then he started throwing interceptions. Well, no, he didn't throw any interceptions. He's just in the second He's threatening half. Threatening to. The, the second half drive chart for the for the Giants went punt, 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 turnover on downs, Brilliant. end. Yeah, I mean. Uh, but in the first half, great second quarter where they scored seventeen points. Yeah, I'm um, glad to see our punter celebrating his new contract. <laughs> <laughs> The game went to overtime, and in overtime, the Giants' defense, which had had Just no rest because of all the punts, could do nothing to stop Wentz. Yeah, it was the only went, time they, Wentz was really dangerous. I think the whole game. team went home early. One question, though, because I was watching the highlights this morning. Who the hell is Boston Scott? Never heard of Never him heard before. Him. Never heard of him before, but he looked absolutely amazing yesterday. 10 carries, 59 yards, um, and six receptions for 69 yards, and he was Ripping it apart. So uh, is this the NFL random name generator yeah, coming to life again? Exactly. Did, yeah. you, did you see the story the that, that yeah. uh, on the sideline? <laughs> yes, the, I know where you're going the, with this. The Eagles had two fit receivers in the second half, and they were warming up Josh McCowan. Josh McCowan had to find <laughs> a, a old green dot helmet, the ones with the radio in, so that he could play as a wide receiver. He did apparently play as a wide receiver for the Lions a few years back, and got two receptions for thirty yards and had a 40-yard reception called back on what he calls a dodgy pass interference. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, how any team can go in... It is, just, it is just catch at the end of the day. Yeah, well, like, I, I get there's well, routes well, to run. Now, he, <laughs> he, know, but he's like, the same age as Brady. I get that, but I know there's routes to run, but, you know, it is essentially throw and catch. I mean, it's like more... If you break the game down into a real simple terms... Like so when I mean, we go that, to the park that, that, and we throw the, breaking it and, down, and we yeah. and we we throw the ball around, we're not exactly athletic, and we managed to do it. Oh hello, I've got the Eagles on the phone. They said, "Would you like to sign for next week's game?" Because it's just catch. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking up. Greg Ward Jr. and JJ Ortega Whiteside are the only two fit receivers. No, I'm not. I'm not having you pronounce his name like that. You sound That's like you're having a mini stroke. It. That's how he pronounces it. So <laughs> you can't see me doing that under the table. <laughs> <laughs> but Zach Ertz basically played as a wide receiver throughout this game, and he was amazing. Destroyed again. me in fantasy with 25 points. Yes, nine receptions, 91 yards, and two touchdowns, including the game winner. Darius Slayton, five receptions, 154 yards, and two touchdowns off the back of Eli Manning. That's brilliant. And it's good that it's, Eli showed something. It's, it's what Beckham should have been feasting on all year. Yeah, but to be fair, you need someone to replace Beckham. Maybe Slayton is the player. He's had a good season. He's, he's, he's had, had a good season. Um, uh, do you know what? Um, well, what, Amari um, Cooper might be free at the end of the year still. Could well be. Yep. Um, we have Shepard, we have Tate, we have Slayton. They're not the, it's not the best receiving line, but it's better than what Eli's had for the last few I years. Would take, I would take that over what we've got in New England. Jones can find his, the receivers. He can just also so find just can't hold the on cornerbacks yeah. as well, can't he? But he, can also, he? Generally, he finds the floor. And, <laughs> he and just finds the, 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 the cornerback running away from him. At least you didn't waste a really high pick on him for no reason. I think um, one of the key things from this game, apart from the fact that it looks like we might see Eli for another three weeks, Woo-hoo. because Daniel Jones probably isn't coming back in, uh, Carson Wentz took one more sack than Eli so it was 2 for 21 yards loss for Eli and 3 for 25 loss for Wentz how what on earth can we say about this Eagles team there is nothing good it's average or below and they're, yet they're, and yet they're still there <laughs> they're still in the playoffs they're going to make the playoffs they're going to lose to a wild card team 
But there's nothing... Wentz just doesn't look very good. 33 of 50 for two touchdowns. Just in a QBR of 52. I mean, all right, granted, it was better than Manning's QBR of 11.5, but... Hey, he's got two Super Bowls. Yeah, he he has two Super Bowls. No, right. I've been really disappointed by Wentz this season. I just don't think he... I don't think he's taken... Disappo- Same as Goff. I've been disappointed They've, by the whole These two Eagles guys team. who were drafted together yeah. have both got taken massive steps back. I, I think maybe next year, if you... You know, he had quite bad injuries, didn't he, Wentz? Yeah. And I think if you look at, like, Derek Carr, you know, he's taken two years to come back. Andrew Luck took quite a while to come back. And it's the same injury as well, Carr. Very similar things. Yeah. So, I think I think maybe give him this year off and, you know, just write it off. And, well, it looks and, like he's you know, taken something um, year off. So, yeah. Have we mentioned the fact that um, Eli is now... By coming back and losing this game, he's now he's now got a losing record. Yes, it's he has a losing record, and in the same game, this is the first time the Eagles have ever been leading the head-to-head between the Eagles and the Giants. I think they've played eighty-five games, and the Eagles are now one up, and they've never been up before. But we're so, one up on rings. Well, well yes. I've got no other defense apart from <laughs> <laughs> we've got oh, some rings. Got more. It's got called more. the Sonic defense. <laughs> Three up on rings. So the Seahawks and the Rams met on Sunday in another NFC game with playoff seedings on the line. And uh, the rejuvenated Rams just about keep themselves in the hunt uh, with quite a uh, big win, 28-12, that a few people saw. Almost looked back to their best. Yeah. I thought they actually, you know... And it's rare to see the Seahawks lose by, you know... They got destroyed. Yeah. Like, did, did they use Todd Gurley? Yeah. They, stop, started, they stop. actually started using Todd Gurley for a change. Just because he came out and said, didn't he? He goes, I need to stop being an idiot. Yeah. And yeah, I need to use those words. <laughs> that is what he actually said. That is, he he said. That is, that is <laughs> exactly what he said. <laughs> I'm quoting They him. have been trying to conserve Gurley for a playoff run that they're currently not having. Yeah. yeah. He, he said, I need to stop being an idiot and use Todd Gurley. They've just, he's basically gone away from everything he did yeah. when he arrived. It's, and... It's just, but we said it. Uh, we, said too it cautious. We, said, we said it throughout the season. They've been trying to manage him, trying to manage him, and they're sh- they're almost out of the playoff race. Like they're clinging on because of the strength of the NFC and also the NFC West. So have they left it just a bit too late to start using Gurley? Yeah, I think maybe. So. But there were many good things about the Rams in this team. All right, Goff did throw two picks alongside his two touchdowns, but he wasn't sacked. I think it's only the second game this season where he hasn't been sacked. And that is key because like many pocket quarterbacks, he is he has to have some protection in order to be any good. And when you do protect him, he is very good. But it's no different to Brady or, you know, name some it Breeze as well. If you can move them about and they don't want to move, they yeah. will be inaccurate. He doesn't need to move they don't need to move far. They seem to be able to avoid the pressure and, yeah. and get into a place where they can actually throw the ball. Brady's an expert at it. Like watch Brady in the pocket, maybe not this year, but in the last few well, I don't years. Know, even this week he was still moving yeah. Yeah. well he in still, the He, he still moves away. Yeah, it's from just the, how long you give him yeah. to move. Yeah. Um and th- this these are things that Goff needs to learn about. Wentz is a bit different in terms of like he doesn't just move in the pocket; he moves well outside of, of that kind of tackle area. So he, then he kind of does the bootleg and throws it at another cornerback. <laughs> <laughs> what I was also impressed by seeing on 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 Sunday night was that Tyler Higby, the tight end, was getting involved. And this is the second game now; he's he started to get more involved. And tight end Should hasn't be they're paying him. 
so much money. I know, but tight end hasn't been a, a position that the Rams have made use of in, in previous years. They had Jared Cook there a couple of years, well, for the last couple of years, and they never really threw, threw to him that often because they had Woods, they had Cup, uh, and they had Brandon Cook. Tyler Hicks had two 100-yard games. And it's it, the first time again, he's had considered 50 yards. Yeah, so, like, they're really getting him involved. Just get him involved. He's a good player. But he should be open based on the other well, receivers they've got. And also the fact that they need to keep some Gurley as well. There's four mm. people there you want to be you should, Four people should be covered. He sh- Brandon Cooks wasn't even targeted in him. Is his time the Rams done? Is his yeah. time in the league done? Yeah, but Unless they're going to cut him. I, and I think and he they walks might. away with 17 million quid or next year. Or he might retire. No. Well, it depends if he gets knocked up. out one more time. He's banged up. He's. I don't think he's the same player from from the day he got sacrificed in the Super Bowl loss. He hasn't been the same player. That was you, moment. <laughs> it, I remember, really I remember watching your little funny. face. Yes. <laughs> everyone was, else, you, just win that everyone game. else savoured it so much, oh. and you were just so angry. I think the best thing about it was it's legal. It was a beautiful hit, but ah, uh, it killed us. He but not, he's, he's never. Sell, he's selling his home in LA. Yeah. He, 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 well, he can buy a big one now, and he's 17 million quid that's coming in. I do like just looking at when you search certain players on Google, just seeing their first suggestions. Okay. Brand, Brandon Cooks, injury. Brandon concussion. <laughs> Brandon Cooks, or Robert Woods. <laughs> well, when we went to Wembley, we sat there and I said, Brandon Cooks will get knocked out. And then he got knocked out. First play. By of the game. First play. It's just, it's just what happens. Do we think Russell Wilson in this game, 22 of 36, 245 yards, and a pick? Uh, and fi- the five sacks has removed himself from the MVP race. No, it's just this. one bad game. Yeah. Is it just one bad game? Oh, yeah. I don't because think. Because do you need to be consistently good to keep up with Lamar? I, I, I don't think he'll be MVP. I think it'll be Lamar. It'll probably be oh, Lamar. Lamar is twenty-three Lamar, rushing yards. Yeah, Lamar's away. the fashionable choice. Well, and he's going to have the record rushing yards yeah. for a quarterback yeah, of all exactly. time. But the only person who was keeping pace with him was Russell Wilson, and this is the first game where he's really dropped uh, back. I, I've been saying this most of I'm, I'm still not that impressed with Seattle this year. They've, they've a lot of games they're winning by one score not even that it might they've be not had a terribly points. hard schedule they've not had apart a really from divisional games okay. this, but this is, this is one of the first games away from yeah, home this is one of the impressive. first games that have been properly blown out Yeah, they're, they're, there's a big issue if their luck starts running out and someone starts getting to Wilson a bit more consistently and they've lost a running back now as well haven't they they've only yeah, got Car- Penny's out gone out so he's just Carson then. left which does not help no well, uh, move on to the uh, remaining games. Chargers 45, Jags 10. Uh, Pointless. Jacksonville. <laughs> um, yeah. R- Rivers got the best ever stats on your birthday or something, though. It's it his birthday. But it was, the, yeah, it was his best ever stats on, on his, his birthday. On his birthday, yeah, 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 yeah. 38 or whatever. 30, yeah. and, uh, and done. Um, yeah, he, <laughs> should, he should just walk away from this game. 213 total yards for Eckler. If you played him in fantasy... Amazing. John, did you good play job. in fantasy? I played in my other league, yes. Ah, and, uh, Chase uh, has him in our league. Ah, okay. But yes. Uh, it, it was did. amazing. And I'm through to the uh, semi-finals of the, every playoff. Yeah, well, there you go. you got a note here about clearing house in, in Jacksonville, and I couldn't agree more. Who are you keeping other than DJ Chark? Do, 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 you, do, do, do. you keep Fournette. Oh, no. Do I, I you? Think, no, Jack. I think there's, there's, there's some players. He's, he's so good, but infuriating. No. Keep Foles. Relocate the team to Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> what Win a Super Bowl. Watch the playoff rings. Yeah. The ev- or does it come dropping. down? Yeah, it's, it's, it's going to happen. Well, what I thought, thought you meant there was uh, in the fact that the front office and the coaching staff all has to go. Everything. 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 Has to go. Because there's still a lot of good players on, the, on that Jacksonville team, apart from Nick Foles. 
Um, so it's not so much a case of rebuilding the whole roster. It's a case of rebuilding the, the coaching staff, figuring out you what think? they want to do. Yeah, I think the players like Calais Campbell's probably getting a bit older. He'll go, but there's still some Yannick Ngokwe is coming up for a contract renewal. But none of these players are playing for the team. Well, that's They're just all it. just individuals. And that's, but that's, that's why you need to bring in a new coach. And, and, and there is nothing staff. on offense. Apart from DJ Shark, who, who, who turned up this year out of nowhere, you know, apart from that, there's been nothing at wide receiver for. But that's because they focus forever. so much. Every for the last three years, they focus on the defense. They've invested all the. But they've just lost pieces bit by bit over the last three years defense, as well. Yeah, and they've now they've got to have two first round picks going into the next two. They years. gave themselves so they one year to do up. anything, didn't they? That year they got to the championship yeah. game under the you know mighty stewardship of Blake Balls, and then it's just all gone wrong. But they've actually got the pieces and the, and the ammunition in the draft to start building a new team. So they've got pieces build around the ones that are young enough to stay for the next few years get rid of players like Calais Campbell and you know move on but move on from Doug Marone as well and Tom Coughlin because I said I thought Tom Coughlin Tom Coughlin Doug Marone David Caldwell all will have to go the whole lot start again I think you need to Calais Campbell deserves some love though just for his description on Madden this year (laughs) yeah I saw that yeah wreaks havoc with his incredible length yeah (laughs) (laughs) I, I read that for you. <laughs> There's so many I good. Um, There's a good video of Ngokwe and uh, Rivers interacting. Uh, where? Uh, uh, where are you going with this, John? No, you no, can't just, afford to stumble on this. Uh, no, because Ngokwe. We've all gone quiet. Ngokwe, Ngokwe <laughs> gets to Rivers, but on the it was on, he, on his long touchdown pass, 90 yards. And Gokwe's very humble and like, oh, here you go, mate. And Rivers just gets him and goes, woo! 90-yard <laughs> touchdown! And, you know, and he's like, and Gokwe's like, this guy's, what is this guy about, man? And uh, yeah, just Phil Rivers is a dick. Um, uh, Phil Rivers deserved a good day this season. Just retire now and walk away. You know he went home and made another baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even sure he got home. Yeah. <laughs> just all around the changing room. He well, looked at a woman <laughs> somewhere <laughs> in the area of the stadium. <laughs> But yeah, uh, finally, Vikings 20, Lions 7. So the only reason I've I've come back tonight is for you to all tell me how wrong you were about Kirk Cousins, Michael. I, we, I said fair, it a few weeks we, ago. We've been saying it to, to my face, weeks. though. Uh, Kirk we, Cousins currently the number two rated quarterback in the league. No, only number two. Uh, but, well, Lamar is number oh, okay. one. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, he's having a great time. When he falls apart in the playoffs, we'll talk again. Because <laughs> he will. But there'll be no Kirk Cousins bashing until then. See, there's, no, there's, there's no Monday night football in there. Uh, in the playoffs, no, though, but it's it? all prime time. <laughs> <laughs> all you gotta, of it. You got to remember, he was with the Redskins for years. If he gets in the playoffs, he'll get a nosebleed. Well, let's see. Look, he's been very, very good. They they have a very good chance. Let's not assume they're going to make the playoffs, but they should. Oh, they're making the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. It's, oh, where, it's yeah. whether they win the division. Yeah, because they've yeah. been on an upwards trajectory for the last half, last quarter yeah. of the season, and the Packers. Well, the big, say, have plateaued. Well, I, I think that's going to be really week, week interesting. Week sixteen is Packers at Vikings, so that'll be the the decider. Unless the Packers lose to the Bears, which you know, which which they could 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 happen. Could happen. Um, Dalvin Cook playing with an injury, but still. 
Yeah, 18 carries, 62 yards and a touchdown. <laughs> and once again, basically when it was clear they were going to win, they put in Madison instead who had 46 yards Brilliant. and 14 carries. Yeah, see, they've done exactly what the Rams should have done. Yeah. It's just Start go full, full throttle. Yeah. Yep. And then once you've won the game, then you rest put him. him out. Yeah. I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll just put him in once every 10 plays. Oh, we've lost the game. Brilliant. Well done, Sean. Daniel Hunter, youngest ever player to 50 sacks. Yep. 25 years old. That's impressive. I mean, Very impressive. His He's name is Danielle, which is a shame. No, Daniel. Daniel. Mm. Uh, <laughs> which I am guided they lost Captain Monolin. Yeah. Because you had the captain and Daniel on defence. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and David Blau, second start in the league. He was okay. 205 no, yards, <laughs> touchdown. Yeah, for a guy who, where did you say he used to play? I don't actually remember. Uh, Purdue. Purdue, yeah. The backup back Purdue. Purdue. There you go. I knew you. you said something about it last week. That's effectively like wheeling one of us five out there and saying, go play catch. And uh, and he's all right at the it. The game is just throw and catch. He should be able to throw. Yeah. Um, cool. So, next week, well, that's all this week covered. Now it's time to look at next week's games. Yeah, the uh, schedule for next week. Yeah, no problem at all. So, on... Uh, Oh, uh, yes, the Thursday game this week. Yeah, that's uh, a whitewash. Yeah, it's uh, Jets at Ravens. Won't be staying up for that. No, it just says here, Baltimore favoured to win. And if, and, if you, <laughs> and if you are still in your you know, contention to win your fantasy, pick up any Ravens players you can. Any Ravens players at all. Especially if you can get If you can get a Hollywood Brown, because he could be still on the waivers, he is worth picking up. Here's, uh, no here's, here's some interesting ones on, on the Sunday games then. So the Eagles go to the Redskins, which is interesting because it's divisional and because there's a good chance the Redskins don't just capitulate. I think the Eagles just win that game, which means they could end up heading the division. Which is fine, but I'm with you. I think if they win, it's only just. Because the rejuvenated Rams go to the Cowboys. Yeah. So I mean, that's a concern. If, if uh, That could be the end of Garrett if they lose that. And I know he said he won't sack in mid-season, but if they lose again at home and they lose, and they're not at the top I of the division. A, I think there's a very good chance that Cowboys think, lose to the Rams. I think the Rams. The way the Rams have played the yeah. last two games, they've looked do you, think Gar- do you think he's going to have to do something then? Uh, no, I, 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 know, I, I now think it's too late. I think it's the end it's of the late. season. And also, if he's, like, his contract runs out at the end of this year, they can just let him go for free. Yeah. So the Patriots will continue their slide against the Bengals. On to Cincinnati. Do you know what? So you've got the Bengals and Miami. Who else do you play by the end the of the season? And the Bills. Bills in between, yeah. So the Bills might give you a game, but you'll beat them because it's a divisional game. You've also got a game against Northampton well. Ladies Bowls Club or something, haven't you? <laughs> one, of, one of the games, either the Bengals or the Dolphins, we will lose one of those games because we always lose. A no, it's not, in, it, it's laugh, not in Miami. If you lose to the Bengals, could be the Bengals, I will laugh. You've been in the AFC Championship game for 50 years straight and you think you're going to lose to the Bengals. What's wrong with you? We're a terrible team at this time of year. You're right a terrible now. team. My team haven't won a game in 40 years. <laughs> nine games. Nine I don't remember what... Nine, a, nine game losing streak. I don't remember what it feels like to win as a Giants fan. Which is uh, your longest... Broncos-Chiefs Chiefs might be a good game. Broncos-Chiefs might be a good game. The Broncos' resurgence is, you know... If it was the other way around, if the Broncos were at home, I would say that they, you know, have got a very good chance. I, I think the Chiefs will have too much for them. There's some very interesting, like, who sucks more games? Yeah, yeah so right. the Jags at the Raiders. Uh, Raiders win that. The Raiders yeah. should easily win that. Do you know the Jags are the first team since 1986 to lose six, five, six games in a row, sorry, five games in a row, sorry, by 17 or more points. 
the Bucks did it in 1986. Jags will win. They have been awful. No, I think they'll lose. And I think they could lose by that score and just keep that streak going. I like listening to this after the results of the week that we predict. (laughs) The Jags will win. There we go. There's some interesting playoff contention games as well. Texans at Titans. So Texans and Titans meeting twice in three weeks, which could decide the AFC South. I think the Titans are going to beat them. Yeah, I think they could do as well. Yeah. The Titans are a much better team than the Texans yeah, right now. Completely agree. And, and here's another much one. more consistent. The AFC wildcard teams at the moment are the Bills and the Steelers, and mm. they meet this yeah. week Sunday at night. Heinz Field. Steelers it, win that. Yeah, I think so, but... Just, just. I don't know. I, I, wonder, I wonder whether this might be the game where having a fourth-choice quarterback finally catches them out. Yeah. Because this Bills defense is really good. He's not going to move the ball on this Bills defense. I'm going to go with the Steelers. I think the Steelers win that. <sighs> I'm a Gary. I'm going to go Bills. I will pick I'm the going Bills. Bills. Then. Okay, there we there go. go. Well, it's Three not a fairly two. even split. Bills um, win them. But yeah, there, there, are, there are some good games. And like, like Bears at Packers. Bears. Yeah. See, if the Packers at lose Packers, that... Packers, they should win at Lambeau. Oh, of course. They almost always beat the Bears at Lambeau. But if the Bears can win that, that division is incredibly tight. So... Although Vikings go to Chargers. Yeah, you've got to assume the Vikings are going to win that. Yeah, but yeah. They're, they're coming back off a confidence-building win this week, aren't they? Yes, they are. Oh, another game with uh, draft implications. Dolphins at Giants. Cool, you've got to feel confident about that one, boys, surely? No. Nope. Confident you'll lose so you can Conf- maintain the second pick. <laughs> is what he meant. I think Eli might want to level up his record. I think they yeah. might win that. Chase Young's going to be great in New York. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there are, there, are, there are definitely a couple of stinkers, but that's all the key ones, I think. Uh, I think Eli will want to get back to 50-50, won't he? Oh, he'll, he'll want to. He won't. <laughs> no. Yeah. Well, um, fantasy, uh, of course, it's semi-finals for those uh, still in your leagues. Beat the winner of the league last season. What's worth remembering, of course, is no Mike Evans, Calvin Ridley's gone. People might have picked up Geis recently. So, you you know, there's not much on the waivers. So, look look at the if Mark Andrews is out, your Ravens tight ends, like I say. Um, Hollywood Brown, if he's on waivers, worth looking at. Or just uh, make a trade of big people outside the play. Darius Slayton, if he's available. But uh, yeah, so from you, us, you could pick up Eli to play against the Dolphins. That's not a bad one. Eli to pick up against the Dolphins. Um, <laughs> <laughs> actually, do you know what? Slayton, Slayton's still available I in a lot of leagues as well. Darius, so, yeah, exactly sorry. what he was just I saying. I was being tickled. You were getting molested at the time. Oh my god, it's all <laughs> falling apart. At ten forty-four at night. It's time to wrap it up, John. Yeah. So from us, uh, good night. We'll see you next week. Bye. <laughs>